0: All right everybody as we know we've got a uh canine companion in our upcoming game Blair Witch uh and I think uh I think the best way to capture that energy that atmosphere that spooky sensation is we've we've got a real dog here in the booth and we're going to record oh, wow. his barks uh so that so that we get like a variety of interactive sounds and environmental like uh foundation to the game cuz being friendly with this dog is very important to the story and also right. the gameplay. So mm-hmm. uh this is uh everybody, this is Toby the dog. Say hi, hi, Toby. Toby. I love hi you. Toby. Hi Toby. Hi, <laughs> Toby. Uh oh look, perfect. Oh. oh my goodness. Perfect. We got we uh, am head towards a good ending. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're just gonna get uh just a, a couple of uh samples here so that we can, you know, vary them inside of gameplay. So um The trainer's here, and they're just going to, why don't we get a, can you get like a, I want a treat sound for us?
1: Yeah, here we go. Who wants a treat?
0: Okay, Okay, great. Okay, Um, yeah. Yeah, that's good, that's good. Uh, And then I think we should maybe have like an alert, like, uh uh-oh, there's danger. There's danger nearby.
1: Okay, he's good at this one. Toby, danger.
0: All right, that sounded awesome a little similar to the treat sound but i'm sure we can get like a a a a larger um vocalization mm. range how, what if we uh, what if we tell it you know ba- bad dog like maybe maybe scold it a little bit like i okay. hate to scold a dog but let's let's oh, try I that don't out
2: want to scold toby just a little so bit
0: cute. just a little bit
1: okay, okay. Uh, look he's a pro he knows that okay, he okay. knows when he's being scolded and when he's just like
2: doing it for pretend he knows how to get okay. to that spot okay, okay here we okay. go okay. toby can we can we just try something a little bit more intense because um you know the 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 player character here is grappling with uh you know mental health mm-hmm. and relies on this dog for his for support you know kind of to keep living kind of to stay alive so yeah. can we just sort of get like a bark of like my my best friend is in mortal danger Like, imagine, like, 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 if you want to put your dog in the perspective, Toby, in the perspective of he thinks that you are in peril. Okay, sure. Toby. Yeah.
1: Scenario B. (whistles) What's the what's scenario A? Scenario A is that he did a really good job and we're like going to be best friends for life. Scenario B is some goons have fucking kicked in my kneecaps. And they're gonna have a gun to my head.
0: All right i i i I don't I don't want to be this person, but um, but I think I'm gonna have to push the envelope uh, envelope a little bit in here. We've got a really sexy girl dog uh, in the other room, so what if we bring that dog in? Yeah, that was a what?
2: Wait, are you? Huh?
0: (laughs) What? What? You just
1: know when there's like a hot dog around. You just know. You You
0: do.
2: Maybe if you're a dog <laughs> trainer, maybe that's like a professional. That's what Toby thing. said.
0: <laughs> oh, Toby told you. Oh, what did that sound like, Toby? What? If you, how was that communicated to you?
2: Oh,
1: yeah. Well, he he was kind of like, okay, hold on, Toby. Remember that smoke show earlier
0: that you told me about? Does, do you want to do you want to fuck that smoke show, Toby? Is that what you want? <laughs> no, I can't get an emotional read on this dog. Uh how about toby the the house is on fire. The house is on fire. look out, toby, you gotta you, you, you gotta run, Toby.
2: <laughs> how about look, can we just get away from barking for a second? Uh-huh? Can we just get like a howl like let's say let's oh, say oh yeah moon. a different
1: dog noise full yeah, moon? yeah yeah okay, let's, yeah, let's okay, let's try
2: okay. a howl. It's maybe they'll they'll break them out of this funk. okay, uh, Toby, werewolf? You got a robo dog there, man. Is that what's going on? I'm trying to pass off a fucking robo dog. He's His not a dog. robot. He's a dog. And actually, he's like a fucking. Robo Toby's dog.
1: really offended of, at this accusation. He's got something to say to you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> We're gonna leave. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we got what we need. <laughs> Thanks. We fumble with our flashlights and struggle not to throw up as we make Matt play horror game Blair Witch VR this week on Get Played.
0: Welcome to October on Get Played, your one-stop show for bad games, scary games, and games that piss off your hosts. It's time for October on Get Played. I'm your host, Horror Ann Campbell. Oh, yeah, along with uh, my fellow host, Nick Weiger.
2: I didn't realize we were doing scary names. I uh, didn't know
0: either. I just started going.
2: Yeah, we didn't do it in the first couple of weeks. So, you don't guess, have do to it do it now. A scary.
0: You don't have to.
2: No, I'll do it.
0: Uh, I'm your other host, Ick Diger, along with hmm on the spot. On the spot.
1: <laughs> and we all and just so everybody's list everybody who's listening knows, we all weren't just saying that we're tired.
2: No, you we are just saying yeah, that no, we weren't just saying that before we began. <laughs> that two of us woke up at 4 a.m. and couldn't get back to sleep.
1: Yeah. Um, and I'm uh, I don't know what, Bat Babaduka or something. I've said there that we before? go. That's yeah. really good. I think you have said Bat that before, Babaduka. but I probably said mine before. That's great.
0: You gotta <laughs> you gotta throw it. You gotta I'm, throw oh, it.
1: I'm Bat Babaduka. Hell everyone!
0: Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome back to Get Played. We were just talking about how we're tired. But yes. we're not too tired to put on a show for you. Listen, though, right. no,
2: we're fucking professionals. You're probably tired. You're maybe uh, on your way to your commute or on your way to an early morning. You're on an early morning uh, gym uh, session you're getting in. Or uh, maybe you're, you have sitting, to go to work.
0: you're sitting in an empty room on an air mattress. Uh, lights off. Uh, no windows. Listen, and li- no doors. No doors.
2: <laughs> That's most of our demographic. <laughs> yeah. Living in decrepit shacks, <laughs> floor mattresses. You
1: know, a lot of decrepit shacks in the game, I will say. Hey. Wow. On
0: point. Re- already tying it in yeah. to this week's uh, October. Now, listener, <laughs> if you're new to the show, here's how it normally works. We're a video game podcast, but we used to be a podcast where we would play bad games every week. When we thought we were going to die, we stopped mm-hmm. doing that and started playing games that we liked or were interesting or perhaps our guest knew something about. But this week for for the 3rd week of October, we are yes. returning to our old format and torturing one another with games that we've selected specifically because they would bother one of our co-hosts.
2: Yes. So two week weeks is, ago,
0: yeah, go ahead. This,
2: this week is this week is is Matt's turn in Matt. the gauntlet. Matt. Uh, <laughs> this is uh this is Matt getting hazed this week. Matt. Uh, two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> two weeks ago. Were you saying Matt? What's going on? I don't know. <laughs> Matt, we're not tired. We're behaving normal. <laughs> we're very awake. Uh, two weeks ago. On our episode, we tortured Heather with Leisure Suit Larry, Wet Dreams Don't Dry, Heather hates puzzles and games, loves combat, and uh, uh, hates bad comedy and games. And that one is basically checks all those boxes because uh, yep. there is no combat, lots of puzzles, and a shitload of bad jokes. Um, and uh, Miserable last
0: week, experience.
2: <laughs> last week, there was an attempt to torment me with Fortnite because I'm terrified of online yeah. multiplayer and I don't like shooters. Uh, and I had the time of my fucking life. Yeah, that was great. Which kind of I concerns really liked me, it.
1: only because like I feel like in any sort of torture scenario, Nick would be like, "Hey, uh-huh. I love this.
2: Yeah, <laughs> this is working for me." Yeah. Where's are the key you- again? In my stomach? <laughs> On it. <laughs> I'm having fun. Boogly, <laughs> boogly. It feels funny when
0: my my fingers are that far into my throat. <laughs> this fucking guy can't be c- cracked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and well, this,
2: this week, this week, Matt, we're making you play a very, very scary, a notoriously scary game in VR.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, boy.
2: just what what an experience <laughs> we'll we'll get to it but before we get into that there's also games that we play for pleasure on occasion and like the way i sounded i said that games we play for pleasure mm-hmm.
0: well that's how you describe your games that you play <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and i don't
1: know if this is where we're going to start uh if this is where you're going to start hearing how you sound, then we have a big problem just going forward.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm curious, the panel, what are you playing? Bum 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 bum. <sharp inhale> what are you playing? Oh, wow! Like I, ran sh- that that d- d- I ran up to the
0: ran up to the door. <laughs> yeah,
2: You're- we we talked last time, Resident Evil Merchant, about you maybe getting to the uh, the Zoom a little earlier.
0: That was <laughs> closer. So we didn't stall
2: so much before you hit your cue. I was that was pretty good.
0: <laughs> it's me, the Resident Evil Merchant. <laughs> You know, nobody's asking me what I feel what I think.
2: Oh okay well what I, I
0: play. play?
2: It's it's not the format, but what are you what are you playing?
0: Oh, oh what am I playing? Well this uh this week I've been playing a little game where I uh I empty out prescription bottles into a bowl and I take out whatever pill I want.
2: Oh. Alright, that's yeah. That's, I mean, that's a game in some sense. Yeah. But I'd it's Why, what are you, what are you playing, Nick? Here. What are you playing? There we go. Okay, I'll I'll give you an example, and maybe we can come back to you. I actually have a few things to talk about, not to hog too much time up top, but I did roll. First off, I rolled credits on Return to Monkey Island. Wow. Which I really enjoyed Matt. overall. I will say that, Matt, <laughs> I will say that I, ro- I rolled credits on Return to Monkey Island, a game I was playing for pleasure. And here's the thing I'll say. It does – I, I won't talk about it in too much depth because I talked a lot last week. But it, it one thing I really appreciate about this because a lot of graphic adventures are – and we saw this with, with Leisure Suit Larry. They impose undue burdens on the players in Mm. turn on the player in Mm. terms of a lot of backtracking a lot of just tedious like you know like ah what do i do now or just like look like you know pouring through a screen in your inventory this one does a lot of like there's still some of that it's unavoidable with this sort of genre but it doesn't waste waste the player's time uh, it, as much as possible, and uh, you know, I talked about how they'll they'll just like it, there isn't the the level of like, hey, I'm gonna combine this item with this item, or I'm gonna try this item on this item and see what happens. For the most part, if you can't do it, it just won't let you do it. So it like it kind of just removes some of that tedium of trial and error, and just let makes you forces you to think a little bit more intuitively of what might actually work in this situation as a solution to a problem in the game. Other things that I like, the, and these are small quality of life things that are that are huge in actually playing it. Mm. Uh, Guybrush Threepwood, who's a player character, his, his run, his normal, like, I mean, his normal walk is like a run speed. It's very fast. And then he also has, if you, if you double click or imagine, you know, double tap on, if you're playing on console, uh, uh, It's uh, he sprints and his sprint is lightning fast, like we'll go from one side of the screen to the other. It's almost it's almost a teleport. And that's super useful if you've got to do a bunch of like traversal of like, I no, I need to go to get to this one screen on this one island to do this one task. This isn't going to take me all uh you know like a a, just a bunch of walking. it's gonna take me like four minutes of walking just just to get there um it also has a map that you get at a certain point in one of the acts that it functionally has fast travel which you can do from anywhere which Mm. is you know not necessarily common for this this type of game so yeah i I really like that here's the the, you know the one thing that they were kind of lost me is that they it's got a it's got a rug pull ending which is kind of a signature for the series i mean it's kind of been established i think curse of monkey island is the only one that ends up ends with like kind of a clean like narrative resolution that was the third one ron gilbert was not involved in that but even that one's it's got like a really brief like abbreviated ending i think because they just didn't have a big big budget for a for an ending cinematic because the, the the you know the game's fully animated that game has like kind of this lush like 2d animation style yeah so it what they do in this game is it it's it's like kind of got this you know it's of a piece with what happens in Monkey Island 2 is it's kind of like you're headed towards a climax, you think you're going to get some big, you know, find out some big secret for a series that began as a secret of Monkey Island. And then it's just kind of like, like, haha, we got you, you know, which is mm. it's funny. But I also just like I, I just don't love that that narrative from a storytelling standpoint in terms of, hey, I'm going to invest however many hours into playing this game. Um, or you know, whatever. Like I, I heard. Don't worry, darling. As a, as a kind of twist ending, that's kind of a fuck you. Where it's just like, I'm gonna. Which I guess is a spoiler about a a spoiler. But I don't how do you, I, I don't Who, know. That's fine, right? Care. That's fine. Are people gonna mad get it's mad about fine. that?
1: It's yeah. Fine. Don't worry, Nick.
2: <laughs> uh I just I don't know. I mean, like, like, it's kind of a it's to me, it comes across as a fuck you, even though I know it's it's meant to be played for a laugh. But it it like it just like like, haha you got invested in this story. You you thought you were headed towards some sort of resolution and in actuality, it was all just, you know, whatever, a goof. Uh, But overall, still really like the game. And I think that's of a spirit. It's in the spirit of what where the franchise is. It's just, you know, not my personal taste in terms of how to resolve some uh, things. So, yeah, that's the big one. Um I've also played more Elden Ring. And yes! uh I'm like 73 this... hours in now. I beat Radon. Uh, a lot of fun Whoa. great boss fight. That teeny tiny horse.
1: Do you, do you have a feeling
2: yeah the the dude's too big for that small horse. <laughs> it's like it's like Shaq riding around a Shetland pony. It do, mm-hmm. it does not make any sort of sense. Um that horse is doing work, <laughs> but it is I, I have this feeling, I'm curious about the, the both of you, both of you who finished Sheldon Ring, who spent more, t- even more t- hours in it than I have. Do, you have. do you have the feeling sometimes playing that game where you're just like, how and why is this so amazing? Like, as you're both stretching your hands above your head. <laughs> Matt. <laughs> Matt! <laughs> no one's tired. Uh, No. Do you you have the feel like I'm just like how is this so amazing? Why is this so amazing? Like how did what is happening exactly?
0: I have a theory. Here it is. It's the perfect balance between difficulty and uh, um, encounters. Mm. So you know it's hard, and you know shit's scary, but you set the pace and tone of your combat encounters by which areas you navigate to at what point. So it though it is difficult, you are never out of control. And that feeling of being in control while also doing things that you yourself thought impossible like a week earlier in the game, like a, a boss that you're like, there's no fucking it's over. I'm never going to beat yeah. this thing. Is, uh, is rewarding, not both in gameplay as, as mechanics and implementation and all that shit, but also makes you feel good about yourself.
2: Yes. No, Mm -hmm. there is a huge feeling of, of like, like uh, it's very rewarding to, to overcome an obstacle in this game.
0: Yeah. So that's it. It's just, you set the tone, you set the pace. The game is a brick wall and it's like, well, I guess everybody can take down a brick wall, brick by brick. I think that's
2: a, I think that's a great theory, and I think that's that's maybe you know that I think that's 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 definitely a big part of it. But I, I guess, and I, I phrased my question poorly. i more just wanted to like, but the more the question was, do you get that feeling of like, why is this like? Do you get do you like find yourself? Oh yeah, I don't often find that playing a game. I'll, I'll be like, oh, this is fun. I know it. You know, this is a great gameplay loop or whatever. But this is one where like I just there are times just like the majesty of it. I just I I have trouble wrapping my ba- brain around. Like just like this, just like this is like 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 ah, what is going on? You know,
0: are you asking us if we if we play the game and feel awe? Yes, yes, that happened.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. If the question is if when we were playing Elden Ring, if um we enjoyed it, uh, yes, it is good. Uh, it. Okay. I, I've been thinking about it a lot actually recently, just because I, I'd like to. Um I'd like to get back in there. I miss the lands between. Uh but it's you can you can do that? I can, I'm allowed. I, it's my god given right. Yeah. Uh it's the Erd tree uh, given right. Um mm. and it's uh, yeah, I, I I I do relate to that feeling of just being like I don't think I've like been like oh cool so much in a game in a while than when playing yeah. that one.
0: Yeah. It yeah. Feels great.
1: I don't know. Go- it just Lo- it feels good it. in the hand too. Like it's, it feel like yeah. the controller, the inputs good. All the input yeah. is good. I'm feels still
0: great. fucking playing. I'm still pressing circle. Half a year later, yeah. I'm still pressing circle on, on accident in other games because that 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 was a it it the Erd tree of of Elden Ring rooted in my brain permanently.
2: Mm-hmm. Still trying to double jump with every horse. It <laughs> <laughs> be an every it Does jump. not work in real life. Don't no. try it, mm. uh, Heather. I'll, I'll I'll throw the question at you. What are you playing?
0: What are you playing? Oh, thank you. Um, I am playing Elden Ring. No, I'm playing. Um,
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm playing Fortnite. Uh, after last week wow. uh, being introduced to Fortnite, I haven't had a ton of free time as always, but I've been playing Fortnite. <laughs> It's fucking great. (laughs) Yes, I I really hope that I am not about to enter a fate, and I don't think I am. As soon as I round the corner of some some free time, I know there's some big games coming out uh, that I really want to play, like God of War. Um, I don't think I'm about to become the voice of Fortnite on the show, but for one more week here, fucking running around as the Xenomorph from Alien, sniping people from on top of RVs, or on top of the rave cave or jumping off a mushroom and sniping somebody in the air uh I, I always because everybody because the game's been out for so long i'm just assuming that everybody is better than me at it mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. when i fucking victory royale that game i feel accomplished and when i am in a firefight and it's one on one and i and i and i've got to cycle through guns and fucking drink shield potions and shit and i and i managed it to eke out the win Woof! that's why that's why we game boys that's why we game
1: oh boys Mm. that's why we game
0: so uh so yeah um i did uh as of last week on the show i purchased nick's steam deck which i've turned on and okay, that's as far as oh, and I and I bought our uh, our this month's we play you play. And that's oh, as yeah. far as I've gotten on being able to 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 do anything else uh, with it. But I, it is a chunky boy.
2: Yeah, it's a big boy. Real big. Holy boy. shit. Yeah. Shocked. Yes. Yeah.
0: It's and yet the screen is not that much larger than a switch screen.
2: No, it's got a lot of guts in there.
0: It's just chunky boy. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Guys, that's what I've been playing—a real, real light entry. Some rounds of Fortnite, couple of victory royales. Uh, me uh, chasing any Sasuke who's in the, the lobby with the Xenomorph, and just like sitting down in front of Sasuke. That's it. That's as far as I got. Apadaka.
1: who are you playing? All right, well sort of a sort of a light entry too but and not to not to keep talking about Fortnite but Fortnite. last week on the show we sort of lamented that you can't play Fortnite on the Steam Deck and I would just like to report that I was wrong <laughs> you can do it <laughs> you can do it via the uh XCloud uh client uh you can mm. play so it's a cloud based thing but I feel like that game, even when downloaded onto your console of choice, is pretty reliant on good wi fi anyway uh so mm. i didn't I didn't experience much of a dip with that or any, any sort of lack of uh quality or you know input lag or anything like that. It felt great played it on a steam deck so heather that's a, that's certainly an option for you if mm. that's something that you'd be interested in mm. um last week also i mean look i I've been playing that just, any second that I have now, yeah, uh, free. I've just been playing it. Um, yep. <laughs> and will this show become? Uh, you got Fortnite? Who could say? Uh, uh, maybe it will. Maybe it will. Um, but I, I, I've, I've been really enjoying that. And I last week I talked about installing Mu Deck on my Steam Deck, mm. and Ooh. I've been playing Tony Hawk's Underground, the the first one, nice. and like for the first time in god i don't know uh like maybe like 15 years or something uh and it's it's come out it came out in 2005 i think so i don't know if i'd got if i had gone back to it after like american wasteland which i think is maybe 2008 Maybe 2007? I was. I would have
2: been working at. This would have been around the era I was working at Activision, yeah. and I. Th- it looks like Underground was was pub- was published in two thousand three. Oh wow! Okay, so even earlier. And uh, then there was a sequel that I think came out the next year. Yeah, 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 yeah Underground, Underground two too. came out in two thousand four. So American Wasteland would have been really like oh five oh six. I think. Yeah, not right too after. long after that. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Uh. So I haven't. I haven't played it in a very long time, and. I was I thought I had this thought when I was playing it. This type of game, this like the Tony Hawk games, mm-hmm. are the closest I can get to feeling how Heather play how Heather plays video games, I think. Mm. I I'm playing, I didn't even try to do it on normal or easy for this playthrough. I went straight to sick. And I've just been playing on sick and just like destroying it like wow. just like just like they want you to instead of getting like on easy probably like they get get 20,000 points uh in this round They're like okay easy and sick it's like 150,000 and it's I'm still just clearing it within like I don't know like 30 40 seconds or something I'm just doing <laughs> it uh, and it's like it's just not even I'm not even thinking about it I'm just doing it it's just like full muscle memory with that with that game it, it's it's uh it's I wish if there was like an Evo type of uh tournament for it, I would probably still get shit housed, but I would do f- okay. Yes. Mm.
2: Uh I'm sure there's competitive Tony Hawk. I'm yeah. curious like because, you know, you say it's muscle memory and you're not really thinking about it, but do you know off the top of your head like like can you think can you can you string together like a typical sort of combo that'll help you, you know, clear clear six digits in in 30 seconds
1: well it's all about like it it, that to me is you're going to be doing vert of some kind so you're gonna be getting Mm. up in the air not gonna necessarily i'm not gonna my skills aren't there on the ground or on rails or on grabs rather uh i'll be doing uh like in a bowl or in in a in a ramp or something like getting up there and just like stringing together a bunch of flips or like board grabs, uh, mm-hmm. and just like stringing those together, reverting when you come back down, going back up and doing more. So, like, we're getting like a multiplier of like 20 or something, uh, because I'm not breaking this combo and I'm just keep going right. and going and going. And then hopefully, hopefully landing. Yeah, I mean, that's, you gotta, that's key. you got you gotta land, but also. On, in this game, it's not just that. There's, like, other things you can do because, like, they make you get off the skateboard. Yes, yeah. And that's, like, my least favorite stuff.
2: I'm not that was the big thing around. I remember. Yeah, they, they uh, like, you can pick up your skateboard and run around with it because I yeah. think they were trying to make it a little. And then there's, like, there's, like, a lot more, like, just quests. Like, you yes. just meet, like, you know. They'll just be like, uh, we've talked about this before in the show, but like We Man, I don't know if it's exactly We Man. We'll just be yeah. like hanging out there, and you'll, he'll tell you to do something.
1: Yeah, We Man's in two, I think. Uh, okay, two is more is the more of the uh, Bam Margera Jackass crew um, slant, um, but it's it's a lot it's a lot of fun, and uh, I'm 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 glad to uh, be playing it again. Hopefully, I'll be making my way through that one onto two, and then onto American Wasteland and complete my uh teenage trilogy i loved
2: those games quite a bit (laughs) it's 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 such a like a a, a, you know there's there's always new ways to charge you for regressing to nostalgia Mm -hmm. but like that's 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 i feel like maybe the genius of of the past 20 years of entertainment is they figured out how to like just sell your childhood back to you yes Mm. um I I do have one more thing to talk about. I know I talked a lot, but I do want to talk about a game that I they streamed on our our Twitch channel, uh, twitch.tv slash Get I streamed this game Road Warden. Wait wait, and wait
0: wait wait wait. What are you also playing?
2: Oh, oh yeah. Th- thank you. Sorry. Yeah. Just I just should have just started going there. <laughs> so this was developed by a, a a an indie indie dev called Moral Anxiety Studio and published by Assemble Entertainment, which is the same publisher as Leisure Shoot Larry Wet Dreams Don't Dry. I actually played a little audio from this game on the Leisure Shoot Larry episode. It's a text-based RPG, it's similar to a choose your own adventure novel. It's not that limited, but it's that that's the best way to think about it. You know, you'll have a, a butt read a shitload of text, and then you'll have a series of options to pick from in terms of how you want to role-play your character. Mm-hmm. Uh and then you know, it's got like this, this, these pixel art graphics. They think are just for color. Uh, they're they're very simple. It's mostly text. There's just so much fucking lore. There's just like there's you know there's like a a codex and a monster manual, and there's so many there's there's just like so many definitions. There's so much world building, and. Uh, that, and there's a there's a cool role playing thing, which I love when games do things like this, where you're like your hygiene and your clothing affect how people perceive you. So you can just get yeah. like dirty as shit. And then people like like you less, uh, which is, <laughs> you know, hey, soap is like a, a, a valuable thing. And that that's true in the real world. If you if you're dirty and wearing, you know, filthy clothes, filthy, torn rags, uh, people are going to respect you less. So yeah. I, I like that that's in here. Why do you think we do the show on Zoom? <laughs> <laughs> sitting here on my floor mattress uh, with my microphone so the 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 reason part, part of the reason i want to talk about it is that it what it does really really well and it accomplishes it a completely different way is i think the main thing that uh this week's game succeeds at which is atmosphere like the atmosphere is so good in terms of establishing this dour uh, uh you know doom-ridden a, a high fantasy, you know, like just, just like fallen empire, um, where uh, everyone is trying to fight for themselves. Everyone is doing their best to struggle to survive, mm-hmm. and the the dead are rising again. You know, it, it it does a does a great job of presenting this sort of dark fantasy world uh, in the in, in the format that the game uses. And I think that is what Blair Witch does best. Like the the atmosphere in Blair Witch VR edition, which we're playing for October, which was picked for Matt, is. Like it is like, I'm curious, Matt's thought. Matt's thought because my main thing here is mm-hmm. that after spending time with this game, is it's more creepy than scary. If there's a if there's a distinction there, it's more like kind of like creepy and weird and unsettling and unnerving than like like ah, I'm I'm getting jump scared. But I do really like it. Like I like that it's just kind of got this unsettling feeling to it. Hmm. And so you want to know my thoughts on this? Yeah. We picked this game for you to yeah. torture you because you hate horror, you hate scare, game, scare I games. Should, by the way, I was I was dreading this game a little bit myself.
0: Should we should we should we set the stage a little bit about yeah, like, why the not? release and the yeah. and before we before we interrogate Matt? Sure. Uh, yeah. Blair Witch is a survival horror video game developed by Bloober Team based on the Blair Witch series of horror films, published by Lion Lionsgate Games for Windows, Xbox One, Xbox Game Pass, PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, Oculus Quest, uh, and other VR uh, platforms, including the Valve Index. Uh, It takes place in 1996, two years after the events of the first film, Blair Witch, and then also jumps around in time uh, all over the place uh not just uh stagnating in the year 1996.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: It is a first person VR horror experience, Matt. What did you think?
1: So you guys don't know this. Mhm. When Blair Witch was new, when it first came out. Well, you sort of know this culturally, right? Because like mm-hmm. there was a lot of, you know, it was maybe I have said this on the show because uh, I feel like I uh, have heard an anecdote about seeing this movie from Heather. I think um, on the show, I think so. Yeah, uh, because I'll recap
0: it here because it's a fun anecdote. But go ahead, Matt.
1: Because when that movie came out, I was too young to see it, obviously. Uh, and 1999 was the year the movie released. <laughs> yeah, and I so I was eight, probably eight years old uh, uh, when it came out. And I remember my aunt going to go see the movie and I had seen the commercials about it and whatever. And I was like, oh, like what was like, you know, when you're like a curious kid, even if something's a little scary, you kind of want to know a little bit about what was going on. And my aunt proceeded to tell me the entire movie in detail. And then also at the end told me it was real. And I started crying. (laughs)
0: Well, that's how the, yeah. uh, I've, I've told this story on the show before, but um, the summer before Blair Witch came out in theaters, there was a single screening of it in Los Angeles. Uh, and I was living here at that time and went with my friends to see a documentary mm-hmm. about some crime that had been committed it was like the way that it was pitched to us. Yeah. We watched the Blair Witch Project as a f- as like a documentary. And then. It was the most terrifying experience of, of, I think my life because mm-hmm. I had been misled. And there there also wasn't this like, uh, established language of falsified found footage right? or right. like it was a real, it was a real event movie because it was, it, 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 it was a war of the world's experience. Like this was not something that was supposed to be a trick. Right. And now it's like, of course it's a fucking trick. But, uh, my friend and I walked out of the theater afterwards. It was the movie ended. the audience there's like people who went, "Oh, oh no, like that like in the in the house, and we all yeah. kind of shuffled out of the theater onto the street and my friend turned to me and went so so ghosts are real <laughs> and I was like i I guess I guess so i I don't know how else to interpret what we just saw. And he's like, I can't believe that's on film. Like ghosts are real. And I was like, yeah. And we both went home. So upset. (laughs) So upset. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Cuz I was also always
0: a lifelong atheist. It wasn't just the ghosts were real. I was like, "Oh god, I have to reexamine like everything's Once one in of those things universe. is
1: true. You have to really think about
2: <laughs> right. all yeah. of it." Um um I I had a, I, yeah, I, I, I don't have that personal experience, but I had a friend who I think they were doing ar- around the same time they were going to like colleges and like showing the, the you know, showing the movie before it pre-release just sort of build buzz. And he was at one of those screenings at his college and he like same thing. Did not did not know it was a, a fake documentary, and so by the time I was learning about it, I was seeing the the marketing or whatever, and just like you know the way it was presented is is like I like knew it was a mockumentary. Uh, but like when I talked to him about it, he was like he just like he was like reliving trauma. He was like I thought it was real. I saw it and I thought it was real. Oh, I was like <laughs>
0: Jesus Christ. There was all they were. I was uh, I was interning. That summer, I think, like Mm -hmm. a like a like a unpaid internship. Uh, And there was like that VHS tape of the movie was also floating around the industry. Mm -hmm. And like everybody at my office was like, you have to watch the documentary. And like nobody like there was only one copy of it at the at the um, company. And like they 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 handed around this one copy like it was a cursed tape like if you made a copy of it you'd be in trouble like something That's would happen so to you um it was it was a really wild time yeah it really our, was in our uh infancy our idiot it, infancy yeah <laughs> well it
2: also like we're talking you know I'm just trying to think of like how you would even talk about this online with people there. Obviously, there were news groups, but you know, like like I guess the I guess In It Cool News was probably around, so people mm-hmm. were in the the comments there, or you know, like Slashdot. I mean, there were certainly forums that existed, but it's the kind of thing where it's like it's not necessarily going to circulate immediately. Uh, A that this thing exists and then B that what the what's actually going on with it like like the immediacy of social media I feel like if you're of a certain age you're just accustomed to but trying to view view the past through that prism it's just it's not even at all the same sensation just like 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 weeks would pass before you knew what at what the truth was
0: yeah
2: yeah Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, it was it was I I really did like the movie. I really like I I saw it knowing it was I I thought Blair Witch Project was great. I haven't rewatched it since it came out, but I really enjoyed it. Uh, I thought about rewatching it for this, and then I was just kind of like, I'd rather spend more time with the game. Uh, And I'm glad I did. Heather mentioned the the different platforms that it came out for. So yes, the the original game released in 2019, and then they ported it to VR. They made a VR version, uh, which was at initially Oculus exclusive. A year later, now it's on everything. Um, and you know, I'm 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 familiar with the Bloober Team's games. I haven't played them, but you know, they made this game, Layers of Fear. They also made the Medium. So they are like a horror focused developer in Poland. Yeah. Uh, and. It's interesting playing this because cause enough time has passed where I wasn't sure how much of this was directly connected to the movies. Like there were certain yeah. points where it's like, like, are these character are any of these character names relevant to the characters in the movie? I just don't fucking remember. Well, that's what I was thinking
1: about too because like I got the reference in the beginning where you know it's it, like like I think they say on the news or whatever that it's like uh those kids went missing and uh, so I was yes. like oh those three kids that's those are the kids from the documentary that's probably the only thing we'll get in you know in terms of like connecting that story to this story but i don't remember there being any like monsters in <laughs> in the movie at all like or or anything like that i remember that like be, you don't really see the the thing you don't really see yes, anything right. in the movie right. the thing the scary thing is somebody's in the corner like because that's yeah. the, the the story of the Blair Witch. is like, oh, they get you in the corner and then that's it or whatever. Um, and so going into this, I was like, I, I liked the movie. I'd seen the movie, uh, you know, as an adult probably. And I, I enjoyed it. And so going into this, I was like, okay, what is this going to actually be? Because I don't know if that's enough of a game. If that's like, if that's what they're adapting. But I can understand why then they had to add. These like forest monsters um, into sure. into the game or whatever, and then these, and then using the um, like, well, you're playing this guy, this this cop who's a, a a veteran also, and that fucks with your perception of exactly what's going on too, because you come to find out he has PTSD, so you're seeing right. scary things that are not just like horror like uh, tropes you're like he was in the war so like that's scary in a different way like that's like not the same type of horror but that's a a, a real life horror uh, so like that's not as you know but that's not designed to be scary you're supposed to just be like oh no this is yeah this well is that, that's what
2: that I mean like it kind of goes back to just like I I found so much of it more just like unsettling yeah than anything I was just like this is just upsetting and this guy's like this guy is like a thoroughly broken man who's in an impossible situation. Yes. Um. But but here's here's one thing I, I I'll, I'll I'll just say it to maybe to bring us into it. This game has two mechanics that I I'm, I bet they work. Um. I bet one of them works basically as well in uh you know the non VR version. The other one maybe not. But two mechanics that I think are just fucking great. Mm-hmm. One is the way you interact with your dog Bullet who is just an all-time video game good boy. Uh he is just it's it's so cool the way that the way bullet is used. It's it's great that he is like kind of used for pathfinding and navigation. You can follow his bark and his walk. It's great that he can retrieve items for you. Yes. Uh you know, like he feels like a real dog, but he, but it also services the gameplay so well. And also has a function because, you know, your your guy has PTSD and, and he's, he's, ba- he's something of an emotional support animal in the era before that where there was language for that yes. uh, because he calms you down if you stay close to him. But the other thing it has, which I thought was fucking rad, is there's a camcorder you find uh, mm-hmm. that has a that has tapes that you can put into it. And the tapes show events that have happened else in the environment previously. And when you rewind the tape, or when you change the, the like where you are in the tape, it will cause those events to happen in real time in front of you. So it's like it's like like you know for instance there'll be like a tree that's fallen um, in the uh, in the video and uh, or, or in your current environment and you'll watch a video of that tree falling down so if you rewind it the tree will end up becoming upright in reality and then it's just it feels so fucking trance like to experience it's just a really really cool mechanic
1: yeah i i like that mechanic the thing about doing this in vr for me mm-hmm. was you know you're completely immersed in this environment you're you're doing all this stuff Having to grab stuff on your person while like scary things are happening is harder uh, sure. to like to do, like just to reckon with, because you have to sort of deal with your own actual physical space and, and things like that. But I'll say, because you, you said yeah, it was creepier than it was, or more unsettling than it was scary. Um I screamed while playing this, like out loud. <laughs> and not just like a oh, like a yeah. straight up, ah! and i took the helmet off um and then the i mean the other real thing about this game for me and i don't know if you experienced this nick i know heather and i talked about this over the weekend a little bit this game took me out like i felt so sick after playing this for a stretch that i had to like lay down afterward like it really like 100% disoriented yeah.
2: me no the the main feeling is nausea like yes. more, like over over more than anything else this game if you have the default movement options on is nauseating
0: yeah it's um they don't they still don't know how to make your you are uh, immersed in a 3d environment and that environment is moving, but your brain is not receiving any signals of movement from your body. Mm-hmm. So you become incredibly nauseous very quickly. And I don't, I don't have a particularly soft stomach when it comes to that shit, but like, Oh yeah, I felt so fucking car sick after playing this game. Um, I also haven't piped up and said, I didn't like this game.
2: <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> I, uh, I played myself a little bit with this pick because oh. it's also a fucking puzzle game. And the mm-hmm, first time I came across a puzzle, I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me, man. Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Fuck. Um, because it's that obtuse bullshit puzzling where it's like, oh, here's a white tree with a handprint on it. And it's like, sure. I don't fucking know what that did. Like I touched it and I don't know what it did. Like, you know, it's... It's a frustrating yeah. experience. I felt and, insane
1: when I touched it. I was like, "Why did I do that?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was so. And scared. you kind
1: of
2: have to. You kind of like like I think I go- I think I need to touch this. Yeah. Like you're kind of like, like it's it's not just like you know to it for a gameplay standpoint. It's also just kind of has a draw in the yeah. VR world.
0: I so I was frustrated by that. Um, this game has multiple endings, and the endings are dependent uh, in part. Your relationship with your dog. Mm-hmm. And I know you described him as a good boy, Nick. Uh, but I did not like that dog uh wow. for, for the reasons that you. I think we if we used the opening that I pitched earlier, mm-hmm. are the reasons that I am now expounding on, which is that dog has two fucking noises. <laughs> and this game is hours long. And you sure. can't like if your if the game story. Is contingent on how much you bond with a dog. Like fucking, give me different barks. Mm -hmm. Like, give me different noises. Their dogs make so many cool sounds, and their and their barks have a woof woof. Yeah, yeah, their barks have a language to them. (laughs) Like my dog makes a ton of different, like, vocal emotive sounds. Yeah, not just the same, like the exact same bark. One fucking bark over and over and over again like a horn on a car like nothing uh so i didn't like that um didn't like that it made me nauseous did like those core mechanics that you uh you uh suggested nick and i also liked another one which is the flashlight cuz man great flashlight shining a flashlight around in vr woohoo that's fun that's great could
1: um, it could have been a bit brighter for me it could have been a little brighter <laughs> sometimes that flashlight was not doing enough um, um
0: yeah, also, I haven't been in nature for so long that it wasn't unsettling to me. It was just like, God, it is nice to be in the woods <laughs> like, yeah it's just, just like, oh man, I miss trees and like the sounds of nature and it kind of felt like I that somebody had put on like a haunted house party for me yeah like I was like oh that that spooky guy's behind that tree you gotta shine my light at him oh that's that's fun look at that it felt um it felt like a like a Halloween haunted house in the woods
1: I was half expecting to see you wandering around with your gas mask in the game <laughs> <laughs> but that was I mean so like environmentally yes it was like it was good to have the flashlight you have your dog who's like there to sort of help you i liked at least having that as a presence uh because i would get nervous for real when he would go too far away Um, no you got to keep up with him yeah, yeah and um you you start to see these monsters who you know i guess i've only seen the first blair witch i know there's a second one and then a like a remake sort of like type of movie um and so I don't, I don't know what they've added to the lore. But these guys are there. And a couple weeks ago, we talked about the stalkers on The Last of Us.
0: Yeah. And mm-hmm. how I
1: don't like their sort of shambly movement. Yep. These guys are doing it, and they're so fast. They're so <laughs> fast. And sometimes the thing that this game, I think, does really well for scares is... It's really good at jump scares because sometimes these things aren't there to even interact with you at all. They're just mm-hmm. there to like like or things you'll see aren't necessarily there f- like to harm you. The, they're just there for a second and then they disappear. And then they're just gone. Um I'll say that because I got so like laid out by this game, like physically I felt so sick. Um yes. that I ended up playing I probably played a total of like a little over two hours of this thing. And I watched the rest of it on YouTube. And even then I was like, VR movement is, is, is rough to watch. Yeah. Uh, cause it's like, you're just watching somebody else's equilibrium do movement as uh, very strange. Um, but I got, I watched through to the end and I was sort of like, Hey, if I had watched this as a movie, I would have thought this was kind of interesting. It's at least an interesting enough of a story, I think. Um, like it maybe would have been fun to play it not VR but i was also That's, thinking about yes. this um mm-hmm. it felt more like a silent hill game to me than a 100% uh yeah. blair witch game it like yeah, if you th- told me this was silent hill vr i would have bought it
0: yeah there were there were uh gimmicks from silent hill that were just ripped off entirely like yeah. the being in a cabin and the walls like sort of rotting away as, as sort of a um yes a visual metaphor for your own psychosis yeah. like that stuff. And also it, it, I think tips its hat to PT because a lot of those cabin sequences are down similar looking hallways mm-hmm. over and over and over again, which was, uh, scary in PT, but here less so because I was like, okay, yep. Yep. Right. Okay. You're I got it. A thing. I want to, I want to say some larger thoughts about the game. Can, yeah, we, can we just hop all over the place? Mm-hmm. Uh, the flashlight getting brighter for jump scares was uh, really good. Mm-hmm. Like, consa- like oh, to make sure that I see the thing to get scared at it <laughs> yeah. was excellent. Yeah. Um, because there's a possibility that you would hear something and just miss those guys in the woods because you yes. would have just passed past them with the flashlight and it would have just looked like sticks and you wouldn't have been scared of it. But the flashlight getting bigger or brighter for those interactions was great. Um, I thought that the cell phone, you've got like a 1990s cell phone that you have to use and like answer phone calls and call your like ex yeah. and stuff like that. That was great. What sucked about it is when you got a text message about how to play the game because yes. like you're in the sure. middle of this fucking game. If you've gotten, cause I got that text message an hour and a half into playing the fucking game right? Yeah. And it's like, you know, move make sure to keep moving around cuz you're less likely to die or something like that. And I was like, Yeah. What the fuck? Who the fuck? And then and then the voice of Ellis says, "Well, that's that's weird." And I'm like, "Fuck you, dude. What?" Yeah. <laughs> um, not a huge fan of that. Uh well, not especially because there's already
2: on-screen tutorials in the yeah. game. Yeah, like it's not yeah. like they're Like, okay, we're never going to break immersion. It's all going to come through the the interface of the phone. It's like, no, you already are t- going up full screen, saying how to use your whistle or whatever. So yeah, I I, I, I agree. It's a little jarring. the
0: The other thing I want to say about this is, um, so here's the thing about Blair Witch, and the reason it was a phenomenon, a phenomenon that warranted sequels, was because of the nature of the the way it was delivered, not the story of Blair Witch. Sure. Like nobody fucking cared about the story. Everybody cared that they thought they were seeing a documentary. And then it was, it turned out that it was like something else, right? And I think that the game that we played was like you said, a Silent Hill game. Mm -hmm. A Blair Witch game in VR should have been released on the Steam store as just like error code. And you fucking install it and it's like- (laughs) And you don't know what it is. And you're like, what right. is this? And it's like a haunted VR experience that starts corrupting your experience of VR. And people are like, there's like a digital ghost or something like that. that yeah, that it should have played with form almost the way that Doki Doki Panic does where like. The reason or Doki Doki, Doki Doki
2: Literature Club?
0: Yeah, yeah, Doki Doki Literature Club. Sorry, uh, Doki
2: Doki Panic, the Japanese version of Super Mario Brothers Two. <laughs> but that was but does play with form a
0: little bit. <laughs> like, I think you you don't get the same level of horror in this game, and playing a game about Blair Witch as you as you do if you saw Blair Witch in the in the right context. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who makes those decisions, but it's frustrating when over and over again in culture we don't we don't learn the right rule from a thing when it works like the way that avatar was a huge success and then everything was 3d for like three years and yes. like, no that wasn't why it worked it was because it was like we a weird Disneyland ride the entire time and mm-hmm. oh look at these weirdo creatures and everybody had to go see the weird creatures it wasn't yeah literally because they were in 3d
2: yeah, um, exactly. it will be like, "Whoa, papyrus font. We got to use that." Yeah,
0: yeah. So it's yeah, just yeah.
2: like it's yeah one one hundred percent. It's the it's, Lego it's, movie. It's, Let's
1: make Lincoln Logs the movie. Right? Yeah. Yeah. They,
2: they think it's the IP. Uh, you know that, that like the Blair Witch IP, which I think is your is your point, Heather, is not like doesn't have cachet because people are like 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 love the Blair Witch.
0: Right. Right. Uh, I
2: agree. I mean, I, I think it's I think it's well argued. I, I think part of that is it would be cool to see an original, like, hey, this is a this is a horror game made specifically for VR. Because again, this is a this is a a port of a yeah. a, a game that was made just as an FPS first person adventure, uh, and uh, uh, more so than shooter. not really shooting, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, th- and the. Like it would be cool to make a see a game like a game that was like trying to to do a, like a like specifically a VR horror experience. I sure some I'm sure some of those exist, but yeah, trying to approximate the same thing that was done via like this is a fake documentary, like this is the kind of thing that's gonna freak you out in that same sort of way. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. as a game though, I still think I mean look, it did get very nauseated. I changed my my, my method of movement to teleport um which like really like it made me it made it a lot less nauseating but it also ruined the immersion cuz what you're doing is you're basically moving a cursor for where you want your character to move and then you'll yeah. just pop there and that was the only way I was able to play this for more than like you know 10 minutes at a time um and uh, uh but that experience though of also like seeing the world and seeing the atmosphere and you know like 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 messing around with the uh, uh you know the 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 time rewind mechanic with a camcorder It did make me wish list this game for PC and and on Steam, because I'm like, Mm. if this game goes on deep discount on Steam and because it's, you know, it's not super long. I might play through the whole fucking thing just on PC because I think it would be a better experience than playing this on a headset and, uh, you know, feeling either feeling like it was going to throw up or having to just pop my character all over the place in this in a a VR space.
1: Is it first person uh, in the in the base game? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because, yeah, I didn't necessarily, like, not enjoy, like, the playing of it um, at all. Like, I I thought it was interesting. And then when I was getting through the 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 playthrough that I was watching, I was like, oh, like, that would have been really scary. Like, I was scared watching it still. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, like, I was like, oh, like, this would have really, uh, that would have freaked me out. So, I'm glad I didn't. Because, like, there's another mechanic later on where you have the... Um, With that same camera, you can use as, like, a viewfinder, sort of, to see where ghosts are. Uh, And then you use it to avoid (laughs) those areas. Uh, And that's cool. Like, that's, like, an interesting idea. That's, like, um... Right. Because otherwise, you're just walking straight into them, and they're getting you. And I don't want to get got. No, no one wants that. No. No, and so, as, you know, just as an exercise, like, for, um... I mean, it's it's clear why you guys picked this uh, for me. We didn't really <laughs> unpack that uh, too much at the beginning, but it's it's because I'm a, 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 a vocal coward and. Um, <laughs> uh, um, and you guys are really mean. No, I'm just kidding.
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. This yeah, was you didn't like, technically finish this game, so I'm not no, sure. No, I this counts.
1: I, I didn't. I didn't finish it. No. Yeah. So uh, I might have mm.
2: to, Might have to. Might have to go all the way, Matt. I, I, I can't like do that.
1: No, 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 no. I can't. I, I, I'll like get so sick. Like there's like it was like really like debilitating. Right. Like it It just almost took me out for like the whole day, where I was just like, I can't. Yeah. Really, I can't really yeah. do this anymore. Um. But it was like. I, 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 the, the, the thing, the thing about it to me was like, I wish I would have had a weapon. I guess it wouldn't have mattered really because like, there's (laughs) not like a, they don't attack him, but like, what are you going to do? Shoot a ghost. I, yeah, I, I'll never, I'll never go back to this. Uh, (laughs) I I have no desire to um, get back in there, put the headset back on. Cause that was the thing when we did the VR episode, I was like, "Man, I love VR. VR is great, but like this much movement was just—it yeah. was brutal. It was like it was the worst part of the whole experience. Honestly, like yeah. I, I can handle being scared, but th- it was that was brutal.
2: Yeah, I was checking I, my notes, and we did our VR episode almost a year ago. Mm-hmm. We all we all geared up, and we're we're talking we're talking about VR. We're all pretty high on it.
0: I I remain pro vr yeah uh enough so that i dedicated a a full gaming space to vr i'm frustrated with the pace of release like there's not a lot of stuff coming out for fucking vr and it's like i understand why also because like the crafting of a vr game must be intense yeah like resource heavy and not a ton of people have vr headsets so of course there's not a huge amount of new VR content coming out, but like, man, is it frustrating? I wish there was shit that was like coming out all the time.
1: Yeah. And I, I wish there was like, I mean, I wonder if this game would play better in like, and this is just going to be scarier, right? If you, if you had like a, a, a room that was like the size of like a football field or something. So that way, when you're moving around, it's like, you're actually moving within that space
2: Right, uh, or you have some sort of like you know octagonal treadmill. I've seen versions of that. Oh that, you yeah, know, gives resistance. Mm-hmm. Like you know something, so you don't have to move. Uh, you know you don't have to to run a run a block. You're still moving in place, but you can actually move. So to to mitigate what Heather's talking about, the disconnect of your character's yeah. moving, your your POV is moving, but your your body is not feeling yeah. that sensation.
1: I can't believe I haven't even said this thing that happened to me, that mm-hmm. I like uh, I. I got scared outside of the game from the game. I think I don't know what happened. I texted you guys this late last night. I was getting out. I was get, getting ready for bed, and I was like brushing my teeth and stuff. And you know, I had been playing the game earlier in the day, and I, I, I'm not scared like this. And this is also not something that I typically like would believe is right. possible. <laughs> I heard a voice and in my ear. Like, I like like right here, basically, right in my ear. Uh-huh. And it was a whisper, and it said, help, Matt. And it fucking freaked me out. I got so scared, <laughs> and I was just like, what? And I thought my girlfriend was, like, behind the door, like, tricking me. And she was, like, completely in bed already, like, oh, away. Wow. And I was just like, what was that? And, you know, you know logically i can sort of assume maybe it was like the drain or something or maybe it was like something that sort of made that sound to me and my brain decided that i heard something scary or whatever or i'm being haunted by the vr game
2: (laughs) i wish this was an elaborate prank that heather and i engineered me too yeah
1: me that would certainly and make my have, life easier have
0: yeah well you've 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 heard the theory on possession right matt no what is it nine tenths of the law nick that's really good it's <laughs> pretty good nick <laughs> I'll, I'll even tip my hat that's pretty good uh the possession that uh in order for like ghosts to get to you you need to have an open like you would never if you're a a murderer, you're more likely to go into a house that has an open front door. And in the same mm. way, ghosts are more interested in a in a house that has an open uh, recipient. Mm. And so perhaps by getting scared, you have opened the door to ghosts. Wow.
1: Uh, well, this is to all the ghosts out there. I don't care where you go, but you can't stay here. All right? GTFO. <laughs> um, Heather unless was you're talking about the smoking. Unless you're hot, then yeah, you smoking. A, a, ghost. a Dan
2: joke. Yeah, ghost.
1: Uh, I'll have what he's having.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, the the Heather talked about the dearth of of VR content, and it's true. There is a game that was that was like really hyped that that like I think just came out as of this record called Bone Lab. People were like very excited about Bone Lab, and I watched some of Bone Lab, and. I I guess the game opens with you, uh, you and VR are being executed and you have oh. a noose placed around your neck. And I'm watching this footage and I'm like, someone is going to have a coronary playing VR someday. Like, we're just going to yeah. ratchet up how intense yeah. these experiences are until... You know, because I because I read a long article about how people use people are using VR now to cope with PTSD and with like chronic pain. Because yeah, because you can put people in like tranquil sp- tra- tranquil places, and it actually alleviates that. Mm-hmm. And the opposite is going to happen. It's going to be such an intense emotional experience that people are just going to have heart attacks and fucking die. Like I can't uh, like I can't imagine li- like just I, I don't know. volunteering for that experience.
0: I have read that heart heart attacks cannot be caused by stress.
2: Hmm. Interesting. Well, never mind. So you
0: might have a you might have like a stroke.
1: <laughs> okay, great. Yeah, it might be something else horrific yeah. that you'll just have to live with. Um, <laughs> Nick, I'm looking at your Steam profile, and it says that uh, you've um, played Bone Lab, but you've only replayed the hanging part uh, a million
2: times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still don't even have the first achievement. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, oh, any other man. thoughts on on Blair Witch VR? I was so bummed out by this game like I was really looking I I was like gearing up for a nice you know spooky feeling here yeah. in October and and like a good a good a good romp a good scare and the the nausea and like the just general like ho hum drum like the I couldn't get scared because it still felt like I was inside of a video game. Mm -hmm. Like I was like, oh, it's Silent Hill. Like the moment that there is a thing that it's like, you can't, for me, I'm like, I got scared by PT. I was like, oh no, this is not like anything. This is great. Whereas this, I was like, oh, it's like that other stuff.
2: No, it's not as scary as PT. I don't think I could handle PT in VR. No.
1: That and don't be, even try early. it.
2: Don't even do it. I don't even want to hear
1: about that. No one do do
0: it, it, Kojima. Do it. <laughs> no. Kojima, do it.
1: If Kojima does it, I'll have to do him. it. But I uh, you know, that's that's where that'll be the first on record heart attack from stress. Uh <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think the I think the Silent Hill comparisons, like, you know, it's it's definitely there. It definitely feels like it definitely the 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 protagonist has Silent Hill vibes. I've heard some speculation slash maybe fan you know uh theorizing that bloober team is going to be handed the reins of silent hill if konami is ever like 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 you know decides to let someone else make one but mm-hmm. you know i don't know if that would that would happen or not it seems like that'd be a natural fit i'd say based um, on
1: this output i would be uh okay with that i think yeah. they would i think you know yeah this nothing about this game uh is like dissatisfying from like a gameplay level like uh, uh standpoint or whatever it's dissatisfying because it uh uh made my equilibrium feel insane and then also um i just don't like to be scared uh so that's always gonna be a knock against any scary game that it scared me yeah um but i I can't i wish i had tried to record this is the whole thing it was really really hard and then i was gonna try to figure out how to get it off my um headset um but i was screen recording and recording the microphone from uh my um uh from my oculus and I hadn't gotten to a scary part yet. And then when I put it back on later, I had stopped recording and I forgot to re- restart it. And mm. I just wish I really had that scream because it was like my girlfriend was like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> 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 and I well, I'm said, "I'm glad you are okay." Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I had I she was like, "Yeah, are you okay?" And I was like, "Yeah, I just got scared in the game." And she said out loud, "Oh God,
2: <laughs> this <laughs> humiliating me." <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh glad you endured that Matt. Hey, that's I think October. I mean, we've got two more episodes. We're going to do we're yes. going to do something else for next week and then uh and then for the for the final episode of the month we'll do our we play you play which will not be a, tre- a trick it will be a treat. Uh so we'll get to that. Uh but uh you know, hey, right now let's do a segment. It's time for Pixel Chart. And today I got a chart of best reviewed horror video games of the 2010s. Oh. As aggregated by whattoplay.com. So we're going for the top five. This is, uh, you know, this is all platforms. I will say these are all from PC or consoles. There's nothing mobile in here. So, you know, there's nothing tricky like that. Um, but yeah, top five best reviewed by aggregate score horror video games of the 2010s. I'm just going to throw this out there because I don't I don't remember what this game,
1: how this game was received, but mm-hmm. it seems like it came out in this time. Resident Evil 5.
2: Resident Evil 5, not on this list. Oh, I, wow. I wonder if, did, did RE5 predate 2010? I don't know. Hold on. No, I'm going to look at oh, the 2009, March, early yeah, 2009. I just missed it. Shoot.
0: Then I'm yeah. going to guess Resident Evil 6.
2: Hmm. There is a Resident Evil on here, but it's not six. It's not five. Is it um, Resident Evil Four for the Switch? No, it's not. It's not oh. Re Four. Though closer. Okay. Ew, is oh, is it like
1: Resident Evil? No, because I feel like that's twenty twenty. Like Resident Evil Two Remake.
2: Resident Evil Two Remake twenty nineteen. Wow! Right on the buzzer. Yeah. yeah
0: uh <laughs> what about like one of those fucking like five nights at Freddy's games
2: oh that's gonna be all of them probably uh it's not on here well i mean i don't know whether to give this one to you there is a, there is a pc indie game it's not that it's a different different type different genre different type of gameplay
0: then it doesn't sound like i got yeah, the it's answer so- i don't know if i should give <laughs> yeah. this it's something
2: completely
1: different than what you just said
2: but that's a hint. It's like there there is a PC indie game on the top five, number five. Resident Evil 2, the remake, is number four. Wow, okay. Um gosh, there's, what's a, a... there's a franchise we talk about a lot on this show. Oh, The Last of Us. The Last of Us PS3 is number three. Mm-hmm. And there's another entry.
0: Last of Us Part Two.
2: It's in the top ten, not in the top five.
0: Wow. Oh. Last of Us Remastered.
2: Remastered, yes. The PS4 version is wow. number two. Two and three, Remastered and, and, and Vanilla Last of Us. Resident Evil 2, the remake is uh, number four. Number five, uh, PC indie game. And number one, were you, did you have a guess, Matt?
1: I was thinking it was like Bioshock Infinite or something, but I feel like those, I think those games are scarier than everybody else does.
2: So here's the thing. The first one is a game that. I would not necessarily personally classify as horror, Uh but I get why it's in here. Um, To give a little bit more of a hint, this is also a VR game. Interesting. Hmm. Oh, Half-Life Alex. You are correct. Yes. Half-Life Alex. Yes. That's number one. And
1: that's in the 2010s?
2: Yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess it's 2010 until now. It's March 23rd. I see. Okay. Uh, and then, number uh, and five, then uh, Indie number five Indie game released in 2018. I don't think you're going to get this game Uh because this is one I was not familiar with. This game is called dusk. Uh, this was a basically, this was a, have you a, 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 either of you heard of this game? I this have was heard a, bit. Yeah. yeah, this is a shooter that came out. It, it was like a, it was like a retro first person shooter. Do I have a clip of this? Uh It was like, it like, was basically trying to recreate how like quake looked, Um, it looks cool back in the day Mm, mm. yeah it's got a really cool aesthetic to it Uh, let's watch a little of this and then if people can listen and can hear some of the the audio from the game so yeah yeah, like these low poly environments and characters see I wouldn't be able to handle this lower res textures (laughs) got like hexagonal Oil drums, just to sort of reflect the style. So yeah, it's it's uh, it looks very neat. It looks really nifty, and people like people like this game. It, it looks look like cool.
0: Minecraft.
2: Yeah, it does have kind of a Minecrafty vibe, one hundred percent. Sort of scary Minecraft.
1: Uh oh, at least you get a a weapon, so then they those creepies can keep a distance. <laughs> Fuck around and find out. You just
2: have a camera and a dog. Yeah, Half Life, Alex, Last of Us Remastered, Last of Us, Resident Evil Two. And Dusk. That's your top five. And that's uh, for pixel chart, And that's today's Get Played. Now, next week, we're going to be doing a question block. So send in yours to at GetPlayedPod on social or send us an email at GetPlayedPod at gmail.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail at 6162-PLAYED at 616 275 We love voicemails. We love them. We love them. Uh, and we also love Devin Bryant, who does our music and engineering. He's on Twitter, at BaffleGabs. And this month's We Play, You Play is Vampire Survivors. releases on October 20th. We are going to be doing a full episode about it that will release on Halloween Monday. Also check out our premium show, Get Animated. That's right. What are we watching uh, this week, Heather?
0: We're watching uh, the final episode of Licorice Recoil, episode 13. So uh, if you were waiting to binge the entire show and then also watch along with us, you're, you're good to go. You can do it now. On patreon.com slash get played, or uh you can wait a month and uh and and listen on Stitcher Premium. We haven't announced what we're gonna be watching next, but it's also a good time to jump jump in and, and, and enjoy that with us because we're gonna be starting a new one right away. If Particip- you want
2: to go back and listen to all our, our Eva episodes, those are all on there. Yeah. So there you go. It's all it's all bingeable. Um I'm it's it's I feel like we've done this for three weeks. We've done this October exercise. And I feel like with all three games, I enjoyed them the most somehow. You did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you
2: guys got played. I think we did.
0: <laughs> we did. We got played. <laughs> Were
2: you saying, Matt? What's going on?